Welcome to Policy On Demand's concept series. In this episode, we focus on BEAT, Base, Erosion, and Anti-Abuse Tax. Here's Pat Brown. Pat, what is BEAT? BEAT stands for Base, Erosion, and Anti-Abuse Tax. So BEAT is really one of the three pillars introduced in the international tax changes by Congress in 2017, along with GUILTY and along with FDII that we've talked about separately. BEAT, Base Erosion and Anti-Abuse Tax, the third of those three main pillars. What is the purpose of BEAT? So the purpose of BEAT, as the name implies, is really protect the U.S. tax base. And in protecting the U.S. tax base, the BEAT focuses on deductible payments that are made from a U.S. entity to a related foreign person. So whenever you think about BEAT, think about a company in the U.S. making deductible payments to a related foreign person. That is really the focus of the BEAT provisions. Let's get into the mechanics. How exactly does BEAT work? So the mechanics of the BEAT are really important because they're central to the way the provision operates and the impact that it has on taxpayers. So as a starting point, I mentioned the BEAT focuses on deductible payments. You are only within the BEAT, you only have to worry about the BEAT if your deductible payments exceed a 3% threshold. And by that, I mean your deductible payments to related foreign persons, if those are 3% or more of your total deductions, you now have to do the BEAT computation. If you're below that 3% threshold, you you are not subject to the BEAT no matter what your other facts are. So you can see that there's a sort of a cliff impact to there, a cliff effect to the beat. You're above 3%, you're in it. If you're below 3%, you're not. The beat only also applies to large taxpayers. So you have to have gross receipts above 500 million to be subject to the beat. If you meet both of those requirements, you meet the 3% threshold and you're at 500 million or higher, you now have to do the beat computation. And the way the beat computation operates is you really compute your taxes twice. You first compute your taxes under the regular tax rules and and arrive at your regular tax liability. You then recompute your taxes by taking out the deductions for those those deductible payments to related foreign persons. You essentially make those payments non-deductible. That broadens the tax base you now multiply that broadened tax base by a lower rate, a 10% rate instead of a 21% rate. To the extent your beat liability at that 10% rate exceeds your regular tax liability, you're subject to the beat. Now, there's a really important clarification uh, to make to this, and that is the way the beat operates with respect to credits. So for a number of taxpayers, the most difficult challenging aspect of the beat relates to the fact that foreign tax credits and many types of what we call general business credits. So these are the credits that Congress has introduced into the code to incentivize certain types of behavior. Green energy credits, low income housing credits, research credits. These are all general business credits. Most general business credits cannot be recovered against the beat. They cannot be used to reduce the beat liability. Foreign tax credits cannot be used to reduce the beat liability. So for a number of companies, the real impact of the beat is felt not from losing the deduction for these payments to related foreign persons, but rather from losing the ability to take so many of these credits that Congress has introduced into the code to incentivize behavior, or in the case of the foreign tax credit, are put into the code to eliminate double tax. It's really the impact of credits that has the biggest impact on most taxpayers. Does BEAT exist in other countries? 
So to my knowledge, the beat is unique, uh, a unique creation of the United States Congress. Uh, other countries do have provisions that limit deductions for payments in certain circumstances, cap them or limit them sometimes in a formulaic way. I'm not aware of any country that has a provision that has the combination of limitation on credits, including foreign tax credits, uh, and limitations on deductions like the BEAT. How did the corporate community respond when BEAT was introduced? Well, one of the most immediate reactions that companies had was to look at the nature of their payment flows between the U.S. and foreign affiliates. So, of course, the BEAT applies to deductible payments from the U.S. to foreign affiliates. A lot of companies had within their structure a myriad of payment flows, which would include deductible payments from the U.S. to foreign affiliates, as well as deductible payments from foreign affiliates back to the U.S. The nature of the beat is there's no ability to net those payments against each other. And so for a lot of companies, for the first time, they would have to really dig into the nature of those payment flows because now there was a pretty strong reason to do so. Uh, the other thing that a number of companies have looked to do is figuring out whether or not if they're very close to that 3% threshold, I mentioned that cliff effect uh, at a 3% threshold. If you're very close to that 3% threshold, for some companies, it may simply be more to their advantage to walk away from a deduction, just simply disclaim a deduction to drop below that 3% threshold and avoid the beat entirely. What is the future of beat? So both the Biden administration and Senator Wyden have proposed some changes to the beat, uh, and really rather significant. In the case of Senator Wyden, he would keep the beat, but he would make two big changes. The first of which is he would allow the recovery of general business credits in the beat computation. So these again are those credits that Congress has introduced to incentivize certain activities on the part of taxpayers. And Senator Wyden essentially says, we shouldn't have an incentive in the code and then penalize taxpayers under the beat for taking advantage of it. Senator Wyden would also propose to increase the penalty on some of these deductible payments made to related foreign persons. We don't have more detail than that. The Biden administration has said they want to repeal the beat entirely and replace it with a provision that they call the shield. And what the shield would do is it would apply on deductible payments to related foreign persons, but with the added caveat or restriction that those payments are only going to be subject, subject to the shield if they are made to low-taxed foreign persons. Uh, and so as a practical matter, when you view the shield together with what the administration is proposing on guilty, the shield would only apply to foreign multinationals making payments from the U.S. to low-taxed foreign affiliates. So the Biden administration is really looking at fundamentally starting over again with the beat with a new provision called SHIELD. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Policy on Demand's concept series. For more Policy on Demand, check out the link in the description of this episode. This podcast is brought to you by PwC, all rights reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com slash structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.